This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Glory to God. No matter how deep, how uh, dark the darkness is, all is still going to need is light. Hallelujah. So light is never afraid of darkness. Let's read something from Matthew 5, 14. Before we take our seats, what the Lord Jesus Christ said. Thank you. God bless you. Hallelujah. Matthew 5, 14. Are you with your Bibles? <laughs> Amen. So what does it say? And I'm going to continue wherever I stop uh, second service. Now the Bible says, you are the light of the world. Somebody say loud amen to that. Amen. Who is Jesus talking to here? Can you shout, I am the light of the world. Say it again. Say it again. Is it possible for darkness to be your life? Jesus said, you are the light of the world. Wow. Jesus did not even say you are the light of your family. Or the light of your local government. The light of your states. Light of the world. Now look at the next word. A city. Woo. So I am not just one man, I'm a city. Hallelujah. A city that is set on hill cannot be hid. Glory to God. These are powerful statements from our Lord Jesus Christ to everyone. You are the light of the world. Let's do the second place and I will ask you to sit down. John 8, 12. Oh, glory to God. The world needs us more than ever before. Right now. Oh, thank you. Hallelujah. Our world needs us more than ever before. Now, then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. <laughs> he that followeth me shall not walk. Let's say it together. <laughs> now, who exactly is the light of the world? Matthew 5.14 says, you. Now, this one, Jesus is saying, I. So which one is correct? Hallelujah. <laughs> Jesus said to them again, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness. But he shall have the light of life. Wow. Let's go back to Matthew 5. I will, you will soon sit down. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. By the way, how many people enjoyed the rain yesterday into this morning? I know there are people watching who are on their beds right now. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Next, verse 15. You see, let me say this to everybody watching. Pandemic is going. COVID is going. If you have developed the attitude of not coming to church because of COVID, something is wrong with your faith. I say without missing words. We are not afraid of telling people the truth. There are Christians all over Nigeria now who don't want to go back to church because now, that means in the first place, church was never in you. It's wrong. So you just want to sit down and watch. It was okay during the COVID. People needed to be saved and to stay at home. But now that you go to every other place and the only place you don't want to go to is church, something is wrong somewhere. I've been saying that from time to time. You go to market, you attend your friend's party, you go to places, but on a Sunday morning, you remind yourself that you need to keep safe. You are not safe. Hallelujah. You know, it's very easy for some people to allow their faith to be overthrown. So you enter bus, you go to every other place, you go to bank. Then on Sunday morning, you try to tell yourself that there is COVID, we need to be careful. Do you know rallies have been going on? Hope you know. Political rallies, hope you know. They're going to have a new election when? People will come and they've been coming out for rallies. Why should believers behave the way some Christians behave? It would have been insensitive for a pastor to ask people to come to church two months ago, three months ago, four months ago. But everything is opening up right now. You go to the airport and see how they load us in the plane. Pastor Joshua has been tra traveling almost every week. And so I don't understand why some people still want to stay at home. If you are not going to any other place and you stay at home, I understand. But if you have been going to other places and on Sunday you remember that there is something called COVID. It's no more COVID. It's to you, co Sunday. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Let's read. Amen. <laughs> See, God has kept Nigeria in his mercy. Hope you know. I read BBC report. They, they are shocked up till now. They don't understand why it's not spreading in Nigeria. It can't spread. It's the wind of mercy blowing it away. It's so... Now they are having second wave in London right now. They're about to say that people should not go up after 10 o'clock and all kinds of coffee and things being put in place. I, I read this and I was watching BBC. They wrote a report on Nigeria in particular. They are shocked because the prediction that 5 million people will fall down and die did not happen. <laughs> we are still here eating our suya, going up and down, Buying our yams in markets, entering our buses, moving around. <laughs> you know, God is merciful to our nation. That is not to turn those who are experiencing it in a very terrible, but we are just saying that somehow in His mercy, He has kept our nation. The experts are beginning to get, they don't know, they say, is it because the, the African population is young? It's not because we are young. We have old people in Africa also. It's just the mercy of God, period. He just chose to have mercy on us. After all, cow we no get tail. <laughs> I'm not feeling that proverb. They say a cow that has no tail. Who will help him to drive flies away? <laughs> Hallelujah. Okay, the Bible says. Neither I'm going to verse 16. It's where I'm going. Verse 16. Let your light so shine. Everybody stress the word, say so. so. There's no dispute about the fact that you are the light of the world. 
But then the Bible said that your degree of shining depends on individuals. He has made all of us light. Now, have your say, God bless you. I ask a question. Who is correct? Jesus said, I'm the light of the world. Then later he said that you are the light of the world. Both because of one reason. The answer is in 1 John 4, 17. Let's read. And then we get into just a bit into this message and I will continue second service. 1 John 4, 17. Look at what the Bible says. This is beautiful. We must understand what we have been given. Now the Bible says, herein is our love made perfect that we may have boldness in the day of judgment. Number one, anytime you see judgment, a Christian should be bold. When there is judgment in the world, or when you think about the day of judgment when you shall stand before the Almighty, there's no reason to be afraid. Herein is our Lord, love made perfect that we may have boldness. When others are shivering on the judgment day, those of us that are Christian will dance into the place. Because the judge is our father. And the advocate is our brother. What else do you need? That's why we have boldness on that day. It's not because we've done everything correctly. It's because he is good and his mercy endures forever. We have been washed in the blood of the Lamb. Shout a living amen. amen. This is what we seek to share with the world. There's so much condemnation in the world. But Christ has brought his light. Now, look at it. The last part says, because that's the answer. As he is. Ooh. So are we. Man, this is heavy. As he is. No wonder I said, I am the light. Later I said, you are the light. Because as he is. You know what I'm trying to get to this morning? That every one of you will get to a point where you also say in your office, in your family, everywhere, I am the light of the world. If anybody follows me, it will never walk in darkness. It is God's plan that every Christian be able to talk that way. That when I get to anywhere where there is darkness, there has to be lights. I'll give you an example. In John chapter 9, Jesus and disciples were passing one morning. You know, I said one time, we try to get through discipline what we can easily get by yielding. That's a very deep statement. Yielding means that God has said something, you just go out and act it out. He says you are the light. You don't go and fast for seven days to become light to your family. You just hear what he has said and you show up. I am the light. So in the name, when you do that, the power of God will work with you. When you go the other way, the power of God might not work. Because you are trying to add to what has been done already. Can I hear amen? Yeah. Hallelujah. Oh, it, the things of the Spirit are very powerful when we just accept them as there. When you were in school one day, and we're preaching about this boldness. The message hits this girl. And the word of God, when it's going around, it's always looking for somebody to highlight upon and demonstrate what it, it said. So shall it be that the word has gone out of my mouth. It shall not return void, but it shall perform the intent to which it's been sent out. The girl was listening to us, and their father was the lion of the tribe of their family. 
no going to church, no nothing, no prayer inside the house. Even the mom, the father will press it on, the mom will go to the room. He was just terrorizing everybody. He was terrorist in his own house. And this girl heard the message in school. The message turned that inside that she woke up the following morning and entered bus from UI to come to Lagos. And she waited in the house, waiting for when to manifest. The following morning, early in the morning, she began to bang the table very early in the morning. And he said, morning, morning time, devotion time. The mom nearly entered grand. Oh my <laughs> Because they knew the father. And she said, We are praying this morning. And the father came out. And he just became from lion to. He <sighs> said, Okay. And then the girl led prayer. And when she ended the prayer, she said, From today, we are praying in this house. We are Christians. And the father said, Yes. All the while, the mom was looking at her like this. I could buy me a boy. And that was how the order changed. And the father and everybody started going to church. She did not spend time praying about it. She heard the word and she responded to the word. If you start responding. Hallelujah. Some might need to go at home. Now just go and go and proclaim. In Acts chapter 14, Apostle Paul was preaching. And he saw a man that was potent at both faith. The Bible said the man was listening to Paul and Paul said, stand up. No prayer. And the guy got up. Now, I'm not downplaying prayer. I'm just saying that we must begin to respond to the word of God. If you have read that in my name, they shall lay their hands on sick. If a relative is said, don't look for a pastor. Put your hand and pray. The word of God is more powerful than any pastor. Can I hear amen? amen. Are you hearing me? Somebody will read his Bible in my name, they shall cast out demons, and then they stand it before who you, you know that this is a spiritual case. And then you are trying to call the number of the pastor of the church. You are not responding to the word. And the word is feeling bad that give me an opportunity that through you, 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 I want to move through you. Hallelujah. So in John chapter 9, they were walking and they saw a man. The Bible says he was born blind. <laughs> And the disciples asked Jesus. This is the question that people ask every now and then. The origin of a problem, except in some cases when there is need for word of knowledge, the origin does not matter. What matters is what are you going to do about it? Whatever happened to grandma, grandpa, everybody, uh, your family, the question, the issue is that you are here right now. What is the next thing that you are going to do? So they asked Jesus. They said, John chapter 9. They said, who sinned? Because they calculated that for him to be born blind, the parent must have done something. And you know what? I suddenly discovered many African prophets are making people to go back to that thing also. Every issue they want to find out where is it coming from? Where is it coming from? Jesus only asked one person about how many demons were inside the person. All other cases, questions were not asked. Then he asked the father of the lunatic boy also, for how long has this been? Others, he just healed them. Are you getting what I'm saying? You're called the man by the pool of Bethesda, also he was he had been there for a long time. But majority of the miracle, Jesus did not ask questions. Yes, he did in some cases, but every now and then people want to find out. So the disciples started acting like the way some people act now. They said, Lord, who sinned? How can he be born blind? Somebody must have done something. But look at how Jesus responded. I love the answer. And this is what you are leaving this place with. Whenever you are in the office at home, your own answer will always be different. 
Say, shout a loud amen. amen. Because it will rise from your spirit. Say amen. amen. You are not going to think it out. You are going to speak what is given to you at that moment to say. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. We are sent to put an end to darkness. Anywhere we are. You to be able to say, if anybody follows my counsel, it will never walk in darkness. Your friend is talking about this, so just like this is what you should do. If you follow what you are saying, darkness will never be in your marriage. Marriages are down, homes are down. People work in dark, especially concerning their finances. They don't know what to do. Listen, it is not everything you do that will bring results. When God wants to help you, will open your eyes to just one thing that will make the difference. And you can spend your time doing that. See, you, you can have so much money coming and the Lord can tell you not to do anything with the money. Just keep it. Until the right time when you are supposed to do something with it. I have seen how people are crash landed with wrong investments. And then you get to ask, that, where is this place of spirit of God leading us? Now look at it. Jesus said, neither are this man's sin nor his parents. Number one, Jesus shocked them. This man didn't do anything. His parents, they didn't do anything. So, in other words, when you see an ugly situation, it does not necessarily mean that people have done something wrong. Can I hear a loud amen? Yeah. When you see a woman parking out of the house, don't conclude that the man is a bad man. Marriages or two good people, a marriage between two, two good people can fail at times. Are you hearing me? What guarantees a good marriage is not a good man or a good woman. It's understanding the principle on which marriage is built. So you can have area father having a good marriage. And you can have a very wonderful Christian having a bad marriage. Because marriage is not built on personality. It's built on principle. Are you hearing me? And what are the principles? Husband, love your wife. Wife, submit to your own husband. That's all. So if a guy is a chronic terrorist and he loves his wife passionately, they will have a good time. And if a, if a woman is a witch, first class, not that they call her witch, she's a witch. You know, there's a difference between saying someone is a witch. <laughs> and she honors her husband like a king. She will have a good marriage. And there can be a good woman, but her mouth is sharper than a razor blade. At home, she will have a bad marriage. Because marriage is like driving it does not recognize a good man or a bad man that you have an accident or no does not make you a bad man or a good man anybody can have an accident if you violate some principles of driving is that right when you turn where you are not supposed to turn i was coming from abiokuta on, on 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 wednesday and because there was traffic coming to lagos somebody decided to go to the other lane. people do that a lot and it was going driving against traffic driving uh, uh, against those who were coming from Lagos. And maybe somebody forgot, the, but that one, the road was clear. Didn't remember that there was a car coming. I mean, it was head on collision. I, I, I saw it the way they entered themselves. Now, the one that, the, exactly the one coming from Lagos was a good man. I don't know him personally, but I assume. <laughs> and then they both, I mean, that was then, I, I hope no, nobody died because we couldn't see the end of what happened. But you see, I'm saying that Jesus said, then he said something. What is important? I said, first of all, the man did not sin. His parent did not sin. So when you see some situations that you cannot explain, don't be quick to conclude that they have sinned. Jesus said, he's only calling for one thing, 
the works of God. And ah, he said, but that the works of God should be made manifest in him. Look at the next verse. I must walk the works of him that sent white his day. The night cometh when no man can walk. Next verse. Ah, this is powerful. As long as I am in the world. Is somebody hearing me? Jesus is showing us a pattern. When your boss suddenly falls sick, it's not the time to say he's been a very bad man. It's receiving the rewards of his, or your uncle that has been a wicked man truly. Jesus Christ has paid for every man. So no man needs to suffer for the consequence of what they have done if they turn to him in repentance. And you know what? They are turning is your work. That's what I'm saying. Jesus said that it's not a matter of sin. You guys are seeing somebody who has done something wrong. He said, I am seeing a work to be done. And he said, I must work. It is me that must do something about the situation. Then he said, as long as I am in the world. Why did he use the word as long? Because very soon he was going to leave the world and he was going to pass the baiting to you. Shout amen. amen. So it's no more in the world physically now. But it's in the world through you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Do you know, if you say, Father, my colleague at work is having a, troub a troubled marriage. Give me a word to speak to the person. Do you know that light will come out of you and destroy the darkness in their home? Have you ever thought about that? Do you know some Christians have never released themselves for God? You just believe that God is not going to use you. And only you can reach some people because you are the only friend. When we start doing this, the power of God will rest upon us. You know, I told somebody that, thank God that when I got born again, I belonged to a church before I got born again where we used to drink raw egg. I'd gone to our river bath before. I had river bath so much that river took me away one day. I told you before, I've died before. I'm one of the people who have died and who came back to life. I died. I died for three hours. It's an open story, Celestial Church in Jaye. Everybody will know. I was like nine or ten then. The water carried me away and they brought me out dead. This is the funny thing. God is awesome. When my father was a young boy, he used to go and catch fish. His mom was not educated and she used to sell rice. And my father was attending the same school with OBJBBH. My father used to go and swim in that river regularly until he mastered swimming. He could swim so well, not knowing that one day his son would be inside that river taking him away and he would be the one to rescue the boy. Can you imagine? When he was coming, because the children went there first, he was coming up, up the hill. He was telling his father, see, water is taking the boy away. He didn't know that I was the boy, it was his son. Then he got close and they said, and nobody could do anything. I was just going away. And after a while, I just, last thing I remember was when I tried to struggle with water. And the next thing I saw was about four hours after that, I was placed naked on a hot rock and people crying with hands on their head. All of a sudden, I coughed and water came out and from crying to rejoicing. And my father didn't help me. My father said, we come and do Thanksgiving in church. I felt embarrassed. An ungrateful soul, as young as I was. Because we danced from the back to the front. And everybody was asking, why are they doing Thanksgiving? They said, what are they doing? <laughs> I didn't like the idea at all. My father was dancing, rejoicing. I was the one that carried the back In anger. <laughs> so I was going. As I was dancing, everybody, the shepherd told the story. 
and everybody knew. And when service said that, I was walking to the car, they were looking at the boy who died and came back to <laughs> Some friends asked me that when I died, what did I see? <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> There is a passage between this word and the other one. I don't want to talk about that today. Well, it's amazing. <laughs> Hallelujah. So when they say, have you died before? Well, some of us can answer the question. Are you, are you following me? It's amazing that it brought me back to life. <laughs> Hallelujah. Satan has made several attempts to destroy my life. Several, several. I think when I was three and they were celebrating my birthday, it was my birthday they were preparing for, and they were cooking, and I fell from upstairs right into the pot of rice, boiling rice. And of course, that was the end of the party. Rushed straight to the hospital. I see I have a mark here, and then part of my stomach, like that. And it ended. The party ended. I don't know why the devil was just after me then. <laughs> you know, I was reading as a small boy and I put a candle on my bed and the candle fell and, and I, I had slept up. I didn't know. And burnt the hole of my neck and burnt the bed and I did not know. I just found myself at the hospital. Several attempts. But thank God for his mercy. <laughs> Hallelujah light of the world you know i'm being inspired by the spirit to share this with us this morning now that darkness is in the world let's conclude by reading isaiah 61 isaiah 60 sorry isaiah 60 oh thank you lord jesus listen to me men and brethren honestly i prayed with the leaders this morning and the power of god was great and i feel the anointing but what the spirit of god is leading me to tell you and i'm not just sharing for those who will walk with this message, it will show, it will shock you how mightily, how you'll be mightily used of God if you just yield. You get to office tomorrow, there's a situation, you just remember what the Bible says you do and you just do it. The word of God is self-anointed. Because the word of God is a person. Remember John 1, in the beginning was the word, the word was with God and the word was God. The same was with God in the beginning. All things were made by him. And without him, him, not it, was made anything that was made. In him was life. And the life was the light of men. The light shines in darkness and the darkness cannot comprehend it. What about Hebrews 4.12? The word of God is living, active, living, active, sharper than any two-edged sword. Person has sold into the division of spirit and soul, joints and marrows. And the Bible says, there is no creation hidden in its sight. All things are open in the eyes of the one that we have to do with. That's verse 13 or 14 of the same Hebrew, Hebrews 4. Look at the word of God being given a personality to. Now that there is any creation that is not manifest in his sight, not its sight. This word of God, it might be letter from here. It's a living person. When you respond to it, it follows you. Are you getting what I'm saying? If what is on your mind at the hospital... Is the fact that the word says, I shall lay my hands on the sick. It will become a living person in your hand and transfer the power to the sick person. Nobody is more gifted than other person because we are dealing with a person, not a gift. 
Are you hearing me? Hallelujah. If you meditate on the spirit of wisdom, solution will come. I, I, I don't see from this September, I don't see any one of you being stranded in business again. I don't see it coming from your mouth that I don't know what to do again. Because the spirit of God will lead you. It will guide you in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Glory to God. End of darkness. Light of the world. Light of the world. Everywhere is dark in the world. Now they need you more than ever before. Don't disappoint everyone and talk like them. Can I say this to everybody? No matter the attacks against churches, this is the best time to preach the gospel. People inside them, when they speak against a man of God in church, I just said that, well, that's not why I'm here. A woman was talking like that one day and I just asked her that, is there anything in your life you want me to pray about? She just went down, Zoom. You see, it's not new. Jesus wanted to talk to the woman by the well in John chapter 4. She began by saying that, but you Jews said, this one said, and just said, you have had five husbands. When the spirit moves through you, that is the end of the matter. Somebody is angry with church and he's saying all sorts. And you're like, your child is sick. Can I pray for the child? The child gets so You think it will continue? People have wilderness in their life. People are entire, Some have been genuinely wounded by some churches, truly. But it doesn't matter. That's why you are being sent there. Don't join and say, even me, I don't know what's wrong with churches. No. Any words of darkness around you, correct it. Because you are light. Your response should be different. You are the light of the world. Jesus wants to use you to set everything right. When I was working in NNPC, I do not, when I was serving, I said, Copa, I served with NNPC. We're going to Starbucks one, in Starbucks one day, and the guy said, Oh, it's not corrupt. Like, Everybody's corrupt. One uh, no, no, guy from the north. I got up from the bus and I said, Excuse me, I am not corrupt. I've never asked anybody for bribe, and I will never bribe anybody till I doubt, till Jesus comes. And the old, everybody now started talking to the boss. It's true, it's not everybody. But when it was, everybody kept quiet. One day in my office, a lady said something that you could not have passed through university. I'm not experienced some sexual perversion. And I said, no, I passed through UI and I did not. I said, there's no girl under the sun that can say that I did anything with her all my years in school. I said, so I had a girlfriend then. We're just praying together. We used to go and eat, do things together, but no sexual, no nothing. I said, so it's not true. If you have done something bad, let me lead you to Jesus. He will forgive you, but don't say everybody. People say that to feel good about what they have done. Jesus will not hold against you what you have done, but don't say everybody. And when she left, my boss, full of the guy, as he was about to leave, he turned back and he said that, ah, if what you are saying is true, say, well, I thank God for your life. Somebody wants to cover the office with darkness. All of us are, no, you should respond. Not rudely, but to say, no, it's not so. It's not so. And voices of light are needed in our world like never before. Hallelujah. Are you with me? One of the major problems, Christians are too quiet. I am not for anybody, um, I'm not for a pastor using curses or anything on anybody, no. But when everybody rose up against the one who's been talking, you saw that I did a video and apologized. Silence is dangerous. I was praying the night when somebody sent this video to me and I, he apologized for what he said two years. Two, because when he said, nobody said anything. Believers keep quiet everywhere. 
when no religions in this world talk about them, you will not last 24 hours. I banned four years ago, about six years ago, comedians here. Comedians play with Bible, play with men of God, play with everything, and Christians laugh. This is how we sell only things to the world. And we need to stop it. The Bible is the only book that people can play around with. There's no other book. Only the, the only religious book. It is bad and it is terrible. And it's because we pastor, we endorse, we build comedian in, it's cracking jokes about the Bible and everybody's laughing. There's nothing wrong with comedy, but don't go around the Bible. You can do your comedy about every other thing. It's not wrong for a Christian to go for a comedy show. You can say, but just don't talk around what is sacred. And we have to rise and start correcting all these things. So believers sit down there and then they enjoy it. Somebody's talking about the Bible and they say that, uh, and they say, and then they bring it to church and then to Jesus. And you are watching and you are enjoying it. No. Say, brother, you can make us laugh some other ways. Leave Jesus, leave Bible, and leave church. What is holy must be protected. Is someone blessed this morning? How many lights of the world are here? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. It was Jerry Savile many years ago who had this kind of message. And the next thing that happened was that the car broke down. And he put his hand on the car and prayed. The podcast started working. Everything, the word of God is living. Honestly, I am asking people, why don't you just submit yourself, not to a pastor, to the word of God? What you see in the Bible, just believe it and act on it. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. If you meditate on it and believe that the rent will be paid, it will be paid. The word of God is a person. And now, our world is so dark. Isaiah 60, arise, shine, for your light is come. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. And the Bible says that, for behold, darkness shall cover the earth. Is it happening right now? And gross darkness, thick darkness. Thick darkness. The people. A woman came to market an account. She's a manager of one of the banks. I don't want to mention her name. In the office. She came to tell me that our church should start banking with them. I just said a sentence. And she told me that, do you know I read abroad by some of my husband? He said, but when we start exchanging punches, we don't even know who punches better. She told me. She said, I'm about to end the marriage. And I started speaking to her. I did not go for evangelism. She came to do marketing. I can't remember what we said that led to marriage. And I was able to help her in 15 minutes. Second service, I'm going to talk about the fact that there is a river inside you. Let it flow. Let it flow. Christianity is not difficult when we learn to yield to God. And that's what I'm sharing with you. As the service ends today, begin to practice what I've just said. Anywhere you find yourself, first of all, know that you are the light in that place. And that the work of light to be done in that place is to be done through you. When I was in university, we went to check one of our parents, one, 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 someone's mother. So we passed a night in the house. So in the night, she gave us food and she began to talk about the fact that everything was down, business was down, things were not moving. I just said, Mommy, can we pray? I did not feel any annoyance or anything. I just said it casually. And we prayed. I said, Lord, send help to Mommy. We left in the morning. By evening, she called us. Around 12 in the afternoon, our younger brother in the National Assembly, just called her and sent that time half a million 
which would be almost equal to 34 million right now. She was screaming on phone. Honestly speaking, even me, I was I asked God, is it this easy? And the Lord said, is that easy? My people make it difficult. Because the one who supplies the power has all power. Can an ocean feel it when you go and draw water out of an ocean? And by the thought of the ocean, I said, oh boy, ha, <laughs> will be Nigerian. This is the fourth time you are coming there to draw. The ocean doesn't say that. The plane is not concerned about your weights. If they say the plane can carry 30 pounds, 30 of you should enter, even if you are very fat, it will carry you. It's that easy, but we make it difficult. Number one, by unbelief, we want to go and pray. Maybe if I fast for seven days, this will happen. Try seven days. Some of us have done that before. It doesn't do anything to you. It is good to fast. I will believe in fast. I'm just saying, when the word says something, just respond to the word. Are you following me? I told you the story before. That's not the meaning of that scripture, but that was how it occurred to the man. The thief commented not. They were robbing. Eight flats. Robbers came into the compound, made the security man to lie down, and they were shooting sporadically, went to flat five. They were in that flat six. And the wife and the husband just sat up. It just occurred to her. They just saw that scripture. The thief commented not, but to stay to the... So they passed that the thief commented not. That's King James English. That means the thief does not come except to steal, to kill, he just forgot about the I said the team does not come. The team come and not. And he told the wife, Bible said the team come and not. So they are not coming in. They raided all the other flats, seven flats. Flat one, two, three, four, five, seven, and eight, and left flat six. Because the word of God is a person. When they said the team come and not, the word became a person and stood at their door. Now you cannot come here. The word will protect you. Let's rise up. <laughs> Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just see after me say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior, and from today I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late, you are born again, you are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you.